Well, hello and welcome back to From the Ground Up. I'm your host, Carmen Milagro, and we have a very interesting show for you today. But a lot of people ask, what is a certified CBD consultant, master certified wellness coach, author, and CBD instructor? You know, what are you doing hosting this show? Well, I am an entrepreneurist, and we all start somewhere. Usually, most people start from the ground up. They're dreaming, they're envisioning, they're building that dream piece by piece. And regardless of where you start, the point is, when you do start, how do you do it? How do you navigate the challenges of being an entrepreneur? How do you avoid making mistakes? Is that even possible? So on this show, we interview and invite guests from various countries to hear their stories, to ask their advice, to learn from them, and hopefully be inspired as well. I have the opportunity to speak to and learn from some of the world's most successful people like today. And we talk about all kinds of things, not just business, but family and hope and wellness strategies, whatever comes up. Some of my guests are CEOs and educators, some are authors, some are musicians and tech gurus, an occasional celebrity or two. Gerardo Portney is the co-founder and CEO of Grupo Educación based in Mexico. His educational efforts are focused on developing global digital learning centers, which provide students the knowledge and the skills they need to succeed, not just in their professional lives, but as, their, as well as their personal lives. And it's more of a all-around approach to knowledge. He's a sought-after speaker with four TEDx talks under his belt, and he has given keynotes in, on five continents. He's co-founded and he leads 21 online universities that teach everything from personal finance, culinary arts, life management, a nano MBA program, and much more, including our project that we've partnered together on called CBD University. Gerardo has taken every single one of his courses and he's developed a very clear mission to democratize education through technology. Welcome, Gerardo. Thank you so much, Carmen. I'm a big fan of you, a big fan of the show, and it's a great opportunity to talk with your audience and uh, continue exploring the entrepreneurship field. Yes, thank you. I, I know that, you know, as a CEO and you're running multiple businesses, not just in ed tech, but for today, we'll focus mostly on that. Um, I, I was wondering, well, First of all, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing amazing. I'm very happy, very uh, excited about all of the developments that have been happening lately in the educational field and um, really um, understanding that it's a, a new digital era, the era of artificial intelligence and, uh, well, uh, very, very uh, busy on ensuring that uh, we not only keep up, but uh, are pioneers on that field in the Hispanic world and beyond. Right. I, absolutely, you are. And and where are you today? I know you have different locations. So. Yes. Right now, I am in Cuernavaca, just uh, one hour and a half from Mexico City. So very, very happy and very also uh, focused and relaxed for this great opportunity to chat with you. 
Good. Well, thank you. That's what we like. We just like it to be, you know, informative and we want people to feel comfortable and we want people to walk away with something, right? That helps them in their life, hopefully. So if you don't mind, Gerardo, you started very, at a very early age, you were pretty fearless from what I've seen, the videos, you know, I, I did some research, of course, and I saw, I saw some of your videos, but clearly education is in, is your passion. It's in your blood. For our viewers that have yet to learn more about you, could you share a little bit about your background, your family history, just so that we can get an idea of where you are today? And we'll dive into that in a little bit. Well, uh, of course, uh, I mean, I believe uh, that education is the solution from the roots to most of the social and economic problems that we face in the world, right? So I really learned that from my family, starting from my grandmother, which uh, taught for about 40 years in Mexico's top university, and uh, really uh, my great relationship with my mother and my sisters, and of course, my dad, which are all entrepreneurs in, in their own field and their own right. And um, I really uh, started my journey focused on women's issues. In particular, um, when I was in school and uh, I started this uh, lifelong trajectory of working with, with schools and, and uh, students, um, I, saw, I saw the opportunity of um, starting a project that uh, developed uh, a, a pink sweatshirt as part of the uniform of uh, different schools in Mexico City. So I was inspired by how uh, the NFL and the different sport leagues ac across uh, the world use pink in October. And I thought, wouldn't it be uh, great if us students also wore pink to support the cause? But that, uh, well, that was a, a very, very uh, incredible project. Uh, it, it developed into a foundation, Pink Life Against Breast Cancer. And um, it really uh, grew into uh, an educational movement because what ended up happening was that uh, we uh, not only raised consciousness with the students, but uh, we educated them about uh, the... Um, the risk of breast cancer and what they can do against it, right? And most importantly, focusing on, on surviving it. So they went and uh, for the first time, the kids were educating their mothers and their aunts and their uh, grandmas about this information, both the men, male and female, right? So that was very exciting. And uh, we did all, all sorts of fun things like uh, we uh, did uh, two marathons and and we also started the first uh, racing team in Latin America that was exclusively racing to support the social cause. So that way we uh, involved more men on the, on the fight against breast cancer. So it was, you know, uh, just uh, as a 16-year-old, uh, sort of uh, everything is possible in the world and trying to figure everything out at once and doing, doing stuff for that project. And... That actually led me to an international journey and the, the project got really big 
and they started inviting me to different forums to talk about it, right? And one of it was TEDx uh, in Covent Garden in London. And um, I was actually, you know, sort of, it was a mind shifting. Uh, it was a life altering moment to, to give that talk, but maybe not for the reasons that you think. Um, I, it was TEDx women. And when I ar arrived there, I thought, you know, there's 12 speakers and it's TEDx women. There's obviously going to be me and other 11 speakers speaking about breast cancer, right? Because women issues. And of course, to my um, to my surprise, I was the only one speaking of the fight against breast cancer, and everybody else was speaking about gender inequality and women empowerment. And I was so shocked because, you know, speaking about my family background, in my family, I was completely equal to my sisters. And my mom and my dad both, you know, worked and, and were equal partners in raising the family and in the businesses. And, you know, my grandmothers were so successful. And for me to listen that outside of my bubble, the world was facing such a deep challenge of inequality was shocking, really. So as soon as I got out of that talk, I started my second nonprofit, which is Young Men for Gender Equality, which is actually a 501c3. And then I uh, started focusing on how can we involve men around the world to be a part of the solution, right, for the gender equality uh, cause. And uh, very soon after, you know, uh, after creating a global network around the world of young men that were interested in this, the United Nations um, was, uh, we caught the attention of the United Nations, particularly UN women. And uh, in a very, you know, short way of telling the story, I got invited to be the UN women global consultant of youth. And uh, I was able to be uh, a part of a very small team that um, developed a solidarity movement called He for She, that obviously is very well known internationally with Emma Watson as a global goodwill ambassador. So, you know, all of these experiences, um, to wrap up uh, the, the answer, uh, kept on pushing me to understand that uh, education was uh, at the heart of every social issue that I was passionate about. And the only way to solve it deeply was uh, educating the youth, educating uh, the children and educating the adults as well, really. So I think that, um, you know, it's really not a band-aid solution. It's really, you know, in the depth of the problem. And that's why I become so passionate. And, when I, when I learned about the impact that technology could have on education and how it could scale things up, then that ended up, you know, starting my, my next chapter in my life, which I'm sure right. we're going to talk about today. And, and I would like to point out, you did all of this before you were 21. Yeah. Between... <laughs> Yes, it was it like it was sort of starting right out of the gate, and right, and and that leads us to you know present day. You you say your mission is to democratize education through technology. What does that mean to you, and what's that process that you have come up with? Yes, um, well, first off, I think that the 
education goes two ways, right? From one end is the experts, right? Or the teachers. And from another end is the students. I believe that uh, all around the world, there are incredible experts, really such as yourself, Carvin, that have developed uh, amazing knowledge in fields that are not usually taught in a formal academic setting, right? And uh, at the end of the day, there, on the other end, there are students that uh, need uh, the knowledge uh, in order to be prepared to face the increasing demands that everyday life puts to young people, right? right. So one of, one of the uh, main uh, aspects of democratizing education is first off, you know, finding the brilliant talent all across the world, uh, all of these amazing experts that have this, uh, you know, ancient technology, uh, these amazing techniques, these uh, uh, pioneering ways of seeing the world. And most of the time, they're not even college professors or school professors, but they're just experts in their field, right? Yeah. And developing top-notch um, pioneering academic programs with them using the latest technology and using edutainment, which is education and entertainment technologies and, you know, just making these amazing um, digital learning centers and then uh, bringing those digital learning centers to the world, in particularly the Hispanic-speaking countries and in Latin America, right? So that is the, the connection that we're trying to do. And... Um, you know, I think that um, what we're what we're also doing, and I just wanted to touch this uh, briefly, is enabling students to develop um, a love for learning and, and really an individualized approach to learning, right? Because um, we can't anymore. Um, think that uh, we're going to create a cookie cutter, you know, industrialized education setting, and we're going to have amazing students that are going to be able to thrive in the world. Each student needs to choose their own learning path. And maybe for one student, it, it's involved on studying, uh, you know, the amazing uh, effects that it has, that CBD has on health, along with culinary arts, along with the nano MBA, along with personal finance course. Right. And that is as valid as, as any other degree, right? So I think that there's no one like oneself that really knows what they love and knows what they need to uh, learn. And we're trying to uh, enable them with the opportunities to do so. Absolutely, it's perfect. Thank you. I think it's so important this approach to me, it's what I've always believed being, I come from a public school background here in the U.S. And I, of course, I'm, I'm dating myself now because things have changed so dramatically. But when I was in school, in elementary, in middle school, in high school, we had the opportunity to learn about all these different topics. We had art we had, I mean, we had woodshop, we had metal, we had drama. So I had a little bit of exposure to all these different things that were going to help me. I didn't know at the time, of course, you're a child, you're a kid, you're a teenager, you're not thinking about what is my life going to be at 30, 40 or 
50. But I do credit that opportunity to have exposure to all these different things that help to to create a well-rounded curriculum for myself, not just this is the path for 3,000 kids and you have to get on it. No, I was able to craft my own path. It's not always easy, of course, but I feel like what you're creating here, what your vision is, is very similar to that. So for me, I feel like it's never too late to learn something new, number one. Number two, it's never too late to learn what you're interested in and you offer that. It's like this beautiful palette of options to learn about things that you maybe would have liked to have been taught in college, but no one was teaching it. I agree. And um, I mean, there's, there are things as simple as resilience, you know, and to be resilient or the science of happiness where, you know, and most of us uh, always say that our objective in life is to be happy, but do we really know what science uh, tells on how to be, become happy? And it's, I can uh, spoil it for you the entire course. It's not what you think, right? So we've, we've really been able to find this incredible you know, experts and, and give them this global platform. Um, and I think that um, it's, it's, well, it's really, uh, as you said, critical for students' success in life to be exposed to different topics, right? What I always say is I hate the students' learned lessons in life, let's say financially, the hard way, right? To put it in a nice way. I mean, uh, we shouldn't, if, if we have kids uh, and young people for so many years in school, we really should be taking responsibility, you know, and taking advantage of that opportunity to, to teach them all of these amazing things. So, and we have uh, a lot of uh, school and university partners that we work with. And I mean, that's the amazing and very exciting part that I really learned in the nonprofit sector. You know, there is really no competition on the field. Uh, we can all work together to solve a social issue as big as this, right? So um, for me, working with schools, working with universities is an amazing way to, you know, uh, make their curriculum, as you said, more well-rounded, but also, you know, for kids, uh, young people, and also adults that uh, you know, aren't part of an institution that is teaching a group of educators programs, and we they can also learn about this, and they can also, you know, take the initiative of uh, complementing their knowledge, and then at the end of the day, preparing themselves to live a, a more um, successful and uh, fulfilling life. Absolutely, and you're. I love what you said about the collaboration. You're you're not in competition. You're actually complementing the current structures and the current curriculums. You're adding value to universities and colleges that work with you because then they're able to offer more to their students than other locations. I agree. I mean, uh, for us, uh, that uh, partnership with universities, particularly across Latin America, you know, particularly provinces and not in on the big cities that the, 
might not have the, the most, uh, you know, um, developed the departments on different topics. Uh, for us to uh, be able to provide them with a white label, you know, uh, already developed and um, amazing, uh, amazingly taught solution on, on different topics for them to offer to uh, their students is really, you know, a critical part of our plan on democratizing technology. And it's, it's never you against the world. I mean, those entrepreneurs that think that, you know, it's them against the world and they're going to be able to change the entire system. I, I think that we've all gone to entrepreneurship conferences and it, it sounds so easy, right? It says like, you wake up and you're going to be, and you're going to get your idea and you're going to be able to change the world. I mean, first off, that puts so much pressure on you, right? Like it's crazy. Right. And, and then it's really not that easy, you know, and, and it shouldn't be you against the world. It should be, you um, finding the collaborations that you need and the key partners and, and, and the team that uh, really takes you to, to where you want to go. And that's just something that I want to add, right? I mean, we have the opportunity of, of partnering with experts such as yourself. And I'm, I always like to say I'm not the expert on anything. Uh, I'm, I, I just have the, the, the luck and the amazing opportunity of partnering with people that know so much more than myself on so much of these uh, needed topics. And uh, at the end of the day, I love a job in which every day you learn something new. Wonderful. And you're living, breathing, right? Education is in your blood for a reason. This is your purpose and your passion, and you're so good at it. I think one one thing that I noticed, um, Gerardo, about what you offer is the fact that you don't duplicate topics. You have one expert on each topic. Why is that? Um, I think that um, we want to really honor the voices that we work with, right? And we really um, have so much issues to, to solve that um, we need to uh, work on different topics and we need to keep on expanding our our educational offering, right? And there's so much needed things. So I think that there's a, it's a combination of first, we're very confident that the people that we work with are the best in the world and the top of the class in their subject. Uh, and um, we uh, like to... Uh, express that, um, you know, appreciation to them and that honor to them of, of being the only uh, Grupo Educación expert on the topic. Uh, secondly, I think it's also the workload of, of us focusing on how to bring in experts on different topics. But third, as I said before, it's also a collaboration. We have um, several um, universities that focus on a topic have a main partner which is the main expert but also have guest experts or new experts coming in the same topic and following the same line right so i think that um, you know uh, this has enabled us to bring a very serious approach when we're reaching out to universities they know that they, they have the grupo educación seal 
on the course. It's something that's probably, you know, uh, very high level in terms of uh, the expertise of the content and the technology and all the development. And um, at the same time, um, we ensure that um, the topic is being taught with one, um, you know, strategy, with one main focus. And, and at the end of the day, that it, that our only objective is that it achieve its learning objectives, right? That the course achieves its learning objectives and that the students learn and that the students' lives are impacted by, by what they learn, right? So this has been an amazing uh, strategy to, to ensure that that happens. Thank you. I also happen to know that something else that sets you apart is, you know, generally speaking, online courses, a lot of times students, regardless how old they are, the students don't finish, they don't complete the courses there, but you have, you seem to have a, a niche here. You have some statistics and some numbers. If you don't mind sharing with us the completion rate that you have. I mean, one of the things that really uh, sets us apart is that to begin with, students are enrolling into our programs because they want to take the program, right? right. They want to learn the subject. Right. So when you have a motivated learner, right, and they are uh, willingly taking your course, the chances of them completing the course and more than that, the chances of them changing their behavior after the course and, you know, modifying their habits and bettering their life from it are, are much higher, right? So that, uh, to start with, gives us a lot of advantage. Yes. Secondly, in every single aspect that Grupo Educatium works in, which is all the way from instructional design to graphic design, to uh, video production, video editing, you know, uh, sound editing, uh, all the way to programming the different aspects of our platform, and obviously selecting the right expert, uh, we are thinking on how we grow the completion rate, how we ensure that our students are advancing in their learning. And uh, finally, which I think is the, the cherry on top of the cake, which, you know, I don't want. I don't like to to speak about uh, other uh, at the companies in the field, but um, the reality is that this that that these massive open online enrollment courses um, that don't follow up with the students, right? Really have a graduation rate of around three percent, and you know this is backed by all of the studies. And if we at Grupo Educación, you know deliver the 3% completion rate, we would be out of business <laughs> the first month, right? So uh, for us, a very important aspect is being in communication with the students uh, throughout their learning journey, not only in a passive way, ensuring that, uh, you know, we receive their questions, we receive their technical support requests, but really in a motivating, uh, proactive way, in which we um, enter in constant communication with them. We ensure that uh, they know the benefits of the program. They, they are excited about it. Uh, they have the right skill sets in terms of setting their time apart, in terms of managing stress, in terms of just being, you know, 
um, able to manage an individual learning experience. And uh, we have been able to have amazing completion rates uh, throughout our programs. I mean, over 80% and we have programs that we have nearly 100% completion rate. And um, that I think is a testament to what we do and it's a testament to the experts that we're able to work with. And um, it's just, you know, has been, as I always say, all of all of what we do, all of our programs, what really Grupo Educación is always, that will always be in a beta mode. We will always be constantly learning and adapting, right? So really the uh, where we have, uh, where we're standing right now is a culmination of uh, all of the mistakes that we've made in the past, all of the learnings that we've made in the past. And um, that, that really has taken us to another level in the online education arena, right? Ensuring that we have programs that succeed in, in in their objectives. Right. Thank you. I, beautiful. I think that pretty much wraps up our time together, Gerardo. But before I let you go, I just, I was first, thank you. Of, of course, you know, I know that you probably have a meeting right now that I need <laughs> to let you get to. But thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for doing what you do because I do feel like this is something that is so important, not just for ed tech in general, but specifically for our community. You are reaching out to the entire Latin Americas, as well as Europe and Canada and the US, of course. But I, for me personally, I think that sometimes it's great to be at the top of the curve, you know, to be leading the pack, our community, there's so many of us, not just here in the U.S., but around the world that are a part of this community that you created for learners. And we're not at the tail end, at the back end. You know, we're, we're right there with you. So thank you for that. How do people learn more about what you're doing? How do they connect with you? I very much appreciate Carpet uh, this opportunity and every opportunity that I had uh, with, to talk with you, really, I end up learning so much and I end up uh, really um, having such a great time. I, I can't believe that uh, I know. our time is up already. I thought that we had like, <laughs> like we were just starting. It, it goes up so, so fast and it's so exciting always. Uh, the first thing I want to say is yes, I mean, the Latino community and the Latinx community in, in the U.S. and throughout the, the Hispanic-speaking countries, you know, um, we're really coming together and we're really uh, creating a movement in education through technology, right? So I think that um, that that is a, a massive point that you raise and we're uh, staying uh, ahead of the curve and we have so so many instructors. I mean, basically, I would say 90, 99% of our instructors are from the Latinx and Latino community, right? So I think um, that is uh, something amazing to be able to highlight uh, those incredible talents, as I mentioned, such as yourself in your field in CBD University, right? And secondly, I 
uh, want, I'm sure you can add this in, in the description. I'm very, very communicative on, on social media. Uh, my hashtag is at G Porteni, as you can see on my last name, that's at G Porteni. You can uh, find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and uh, I'm uh, more than happy uh, to, to talk. I'm more than happy to learn from your audience and everything that they, they have to share. And uh, of course, uh, they can also uh, follow uh, Grupo Education or, or just uh, uh, take a look at our website, which is www.grupoeducation.com, which they can also see on my handle uh, below. And um, I just wanted to mention something, Carmen. I, I wanted to let everybody know that uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this interview and thinking that they have something to teach, right? And uh, that they uh, really have development expertise that would help so many other people in their lives, right? And maybe they haven't had the opportunity to do so. So I really want to encourage uh, everyone that knows that you have something to teach, even if you don't have teaching experience, even if you don't, if, even if you haven't developed content, even if you haven't authored the book, but you know that you have uh, the incredible experience, that you have developed uh, um, amazing know-how, that you have been able to, you know, uh, through uh, something that you uh, that you know, uh, live a more fulfilling life. Uh, I want you to encourage um, either through Grupo Education or for anyone else to really teach that subject. Uh, you can reach out to us and, and we're more than happy to speak with you and, and uh, ensure how we can take it to a global community. But um, also I want to uh, finish by saying all of us have something to learn. None of us know everything, not even chat GPT, right? So, I think that um, we need to be lifelong learners. Uh, we're all um, we're all uh, our definition of youth, to say it another way, is our capacity to keep on learning. It doesn't matter your age, but if you continue learning, you're going to be young, forever young, like the song says, right? So I really want to encourage everyone to keep on learning and learn the different subjects that maybe they didn't have the chance of learning in an academic setting through Grupo Educación offering or, or anybody else's offerings because there's no reason why you should learn the lessons of life the hard way. I, there's so much of an easier way to do that. So really, if you have something to teach, teach it and ensure that you keep on learning every day of your life. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity, Carmen. It's, it's always been such a pleasure and such a delightful experience to learn from you. Thank you, Gerardo. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for your passion. Thank you for what you're doing. You are literally changing the world for so many people. And from my heart, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Carmen. Thank you. We will see you again. I can't wait to see what else we're going to do together. <laughs> we I can agree. talk about that later. <laughs> Bye, Thank you. Gracias. Adios. And everyone else who stayed with us, I hope that you 
were able to be inspired. I think this was one of our most inspiring conversations that I've had to date. You know when someone is speaking from their heart. You know when someone is transforming the world. They're leading with their heart. From a very young age, that is what today's guest, Hedago Portney, has done. And he's continuing to do it on a global level. So I don't think there's any excuse for any of us not to reach out and to connect with people and to do good in the world. If a 16-year-old can do this and keep on doing it, then so can the rest of us. I think that for me is one of the greatest inspirationals, you know, that I've had in, in quite a long time. So again, I, I think that if you would like also more information for our CBD University project, you can go to www.mycbduniversity.com and I'll see you there. But again, thanks for staying with us. I appreciate you. I hope that even if one person's life is changed today, that's why I do this. This is why this is so important. Um, as always, the episodes that we create for you are sponsored by Davina. And I will see you next time on From the Ground Up. I'm Carmen Milano. <laughs>